Hello, I'm Sarah James, a lifestyle blogger and self-help aficionado. And I'm Kristen Howerton, a writer and psychotherapist. And you are listening to Selfie, a weekly podcast in the Life Listen Network about two women embarking on a self-care bender. We're both of the opinion that self-care is important, and yet it's elusive. And while we may have all the information we need, we don't always get there. We want to explore different aspects of self-care, from the silly to the serious, looking at body, mind, and spirit, and also just some random talk that's thrown in there for good measure. We we also want to look at the defenses and distractions to keep us from caring for ourselves like we should. Hey everyone, on today's episode, we are talking about our best travel tips. As Kristen and I both travel a fair amount, we've kind of amassed a list of travel tips for you guys. And then we also have a great interview with Samantha Sophia, who is the founder of Sister Locked and Raising Self. And she's going to talk to us about FOMO or the fear Mm -hmm. of missing out, which is a huge issue with so many of this, so many of us. But first, a quick word about one of our sponsors. We're going to talk about a great sponsor for a sec. Um, This product is a lifesaver for busy moms or for moms like me who don't understand new math. (laughs) Um, I don't know if you guys have heard about the Princeton Review's homework help, but it is an on-demand on your computer, tutoring for your kids from home, and it's really awesome. Yeah, with the Princeton Review's homework help, your child will be matched to a tutor in less than one minute, Mm -hmm. anytime and from anywhere. It is super easy, and there's over 50 subjects that are covered. So if your child is struggling with a tough problem, which I know we've all dealt with, or if they're even just studying for a test, these tutors are lifesavers. Yeah, it's great. The cool thing is that the expert tutors are trained to help the kids learn the concepts they're studying, not just give them the answers. So, you know, it is not just here's the answers. It's let me help you through this. It's, you know, teach a kid to fish kind of a thing. Yeah. They'll work with your kids till they understand the concept and they can answer the problem on their own, which is great. Users have reported a boost in confidence and 96% of the students who use this service reported better grades. Okay. That's kind of amazing. It's pretty good. Wow. So we, we used it last week and my son Derby, he hopped on with me. I kind of wanted to check out the situation when I was with him too. And it was so seamless. He was connected with, with someone, I think it was like 45 seconds, under a minute, and we finished within five minutes. So we will definitely use them again. Yeah, it's fantastic for people who want to outsource the homework help because it can be a really difficult thing for some of us. So we have a great offer from them for our listeners. You can try 60 minutes of on-demand tutoring for your child for free. Just go to princetonreview.com backslash selfie to start your free trial. That's princetonreview.com backslash selfie for 60 minutes of on-demand tutoring for free. The Princeton Review is not affiliated with Princeton University. Okay, so now we're going to talk a little bit about some of our best travel tips. Um, First of all, I have to admit that I find travel incredibly stressful. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter how many times I've traveled for work, it does not matter how well I have my routine down. Driving to the airport, I am always a hot mess. <laughs> I'm always a hot mess the night before. Oh gosh, same. And this is not- All of it, 24 yeah, hours. 24 hours. I think this is one of those things that most of us out there that are anxiety prone yeah. can say we have a little bit, and it's true, you and I both travel so much. Um, I will say it, it gets a little bit easier but yeah it's just always I just want to get myself to where I'm sitting at my gate waiting to board the flight that's when I can finally take a breath but the 24 hours leading up to that yeah hot mess city hot mess city well I don't think anyone really loves packing do they no and I always feel like it's such a burden I feel like I'm thinking about the packing. I'm procrastinating the packing. Procrastinating for sure. And I'm usually exhausted when I travel because typically I have procrastinated and then I've (laughs) stayed up until one in the morning finally packing. Or the best is where I actually get my packing done early, but then I just toss and turn all night because I'm anxious I'm going to miss my flight. So I'm like, what was the point of trying to go to bed early when I'm just laying here staring at the ceiling in the dark? Oh, yeah. There's that. Yeah. And I have done so much self-talk with myself like on the way to airports like you have plenty of time there's no way you could be late like calm down but it's just stressful um I have to this just reminds me I have a little story which uh, about Southern California and traffic I was flying from LAX to New York and it was raining 
that day. And where I live is about a 65 mile drive from LAX. You know, some days you can get there an hour. Some days well, it takes you three. That's you- the thing. I've literally gotten there from my house to LA because we, I live in Orange County where Sarah used to live. I've gotten there in 40 minutes yes. or three hours. Right, right. So this one particular morning, I oh. was like, I'm really going to space this out because it is, and let me just say also raining in Southern California is usually like a light mist. It's a, it's a light mist. We're not talking thunderstorms, but it was, you know, raining, quote unquote. But also it's a light mist and everyone shuts down oh, because you yeah. can't handle it. We act like we're having a snow apocalypse. When oh rains, yeah. People like are driving like 20. So I, yeah. my flight left at 930 in the morning. I left at 5.30 a.m. I gave myself oh, four my hours because I'm like, okay, this, there's no way, right? Oh, no, missed my flight. Missed my flight. Took me three, oh three, gosh. almost like three and a half hours to get there. And I, it was like literally one of those things when you're running to the gate and they're closing oh, the yeah. door. And I'm like, no. And they said, so sorry. So you see, there I've is a reason there. to be anxious, people. There is a reason. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I'm sure we've all had those horrible. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've all had those horrible experiences where, you know, because usually you're not traveling just for something casual. You know, usually you have somewhere to go, <laughs> right. somewhere to be. Right. And right. so the stakes are high, you know, if you don't get there. Stakes are high, peeps. Okay, so what? It, get, give me your, your number one. Do okay, you have a number this one? This is my number one tip. Um, and I, I just cannot um, stress this enough. Um, you really should buy an extra of everything that you take with you when you travel. And keep it in your suitcase at all times. So in my suitcase, I have an extra flat iron. It's not as nice as the one that I have at home, but I have that in my suitcase. I have an extra brush. I have an extra toiletry of every toiletry I use. I have an extra razor, an extra toothbrush. So rather than every time I travel, pulling those things from around my house or remembering to pop them into the suitcase after I use them in the morning to get ready, I just have an extra thing everything I need. Girl, you are preaching to the choir right now. We didn't see each other's list before, but yeah, pre-packed toiletry bag is my number one thing. I have a bag that sits in my drawer that has everything already in it. My contacts, my shampoo, razor, face stuff. I have, it's just there. So when I travel, there is no going to the bathroom, just like Kristen said, and like pilfering, trying to find all the stuff. That thing is ready to go. And when I get home from traveling, the first thing I do is pull that out of my bag and replenish anything that is um, empty. It's like, you yes. know, usually I use like travel bottles. I'll fill up the travel bottles or whatever that I need, put a new razor in, put more contacts in, so that when the time is approaching yep. that I have to travel, I don't freak out and I'm not in my bathroom throwing things everywhere. Such and I think that's a time so saver. smart. I try to do that. I don't always do it, but I try to fill everything up when I get home, when I'm unpacking, because you're almost always less stressed when you're unpacking, even yeah. though it sucks, yes. than you are when you're packing. And it's so nice when you go and grab your toiletry bag to know, like, I already filled all this up. Yes. And that's another one of my tips, though, is to buy refillable containers for every product you use. Mm -hmm. And we'll link up to I have some great ones that I found on Amazon.com. So you buy those refillable containers. You want to buy them in the top size they have, which is four ounces, because you want to maximize, you know, your your liquids. (laughs) And then you take your label maker, which hopefully you all own one. Doesn't everyone? If, Doesn't everyone? If not, I will also link up to my favorite brother label maker on selfiepodcast.com. But so what I do is I label all of those refillable containers and that's my reminder of what I need to take because I, you know, because I'll forget. I'll I'll show up somewhere and be like, I forgot hair serum. I guess I'm gonna look terrible. Super or, smart. I forgot face wash. I guess I'm gonna wash with the crappy soap. At, at, you know, and so you have your container for each thing, which reminds you to fill it up. And then you have every product that you need all yep. the time. That's some smart talk right there, Kristen Howerton. That's well, and it's smart. cheaper too than trying to buy sample sizes, which are a total Oh, it is. Off. It's so much cheaper. Yeah. So we'll link up to those for sure. Uh, what about, you know, hello, TSA pre-check? Oh my gosh. I, I know I mean, we both feel very strongly about Oh my this. gosh. That, that has saved me hours. And I, I can't remember. I should have looked this up so I could be accurate. 
I think it was like eighty or ninety dollars. I mean, I, I believe I believe it is, but there okay. are two options for pre-checking, and one and it, and it depends on whether you travel internationally a lot or not. But there's simple TSA pre-check, which I would recommend everyone get. I think it, you're right; it's eighty or ninety dollars, or you can spend a little bit more and get global entry, which gives you pre-check. But also, when you come back from another country, you breeze through customs so fast. So much faster. Oh, my word. It's amazing. Which is huge when you have a layover, for instance, you know, so like you can get get through customs quickly coming back into the United States and get to your other flight. Because usually, I mean, where I live, there's always going to be another flight, (laughs) you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, I have many, many times gotten through customs because of my global entry in order to make a connecting flight that I would have missed if I didn't have that. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, even breaking it down to just not having to take off your shoes, your jacket, not having to pull your laptop out of your bag. I, every time I leave, I just walk past all these people. And of course, internally, I'm like suckers and, you know, just breeze on through, don't take anything off, just keep walk right through. I can get through pre-check you know, in like three minutes from my home airport, at least. And so I would really recommend it. It's not hard to do. You go online, Mm -hmm. you'll find a place near you. You have to fill out a thing. It's, it's, it's not hard. It's not hard at all. And it is so worth it, but don't everyone do it because then you'll all be in my pre-check line. I'm not going to dig that. So I know. Why are we recommending this? (laughs) We're so stupid. No one do this. It's horrible. It's not worth it at all. Don't do it. You'll be waiting forever. It's the worst (laughs) thing ever. (laughs) Oh, also when I'm, um, you know, I I have all the airline apps. Uh, I know you use TripIt. Um, I don't use TripIt, but, you know, just things like American Airlines, that's usually who I fly. Um. I always have my boarding passes downloaded to my Apple wallet on my phone because there have been those times when I'm trying to pull up my boarding pass on my phone and it won't load for whatever reason, because, you know, it's horrible signal or whatever. And which let me tell you the anxiety that gives me when someone's waiting for me to pull something up and it won't load on my phone is not cool. So I always, you can download that kind of stuff into your Apple wallet. If you have an iPhone, I'm sure there's something else on other phones that you can have it there and you don't need Wi-Fi or a connection to pull it up. It's just saved onto your phone. That's where I keep all my boarding passes, train tickets, all those sorts of things all in one place. Well, I, when I travel, I will admit I am that person who loses tickets. Like I could have a boarding pass in my hand at the beginning (laughs) security and not know where it is (laughs) when I get through the line. So I, I download everything to my phone. I'll send myself a mobile boarding pass. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'll take a photo of it so that I don't have to rely on Wi-Fi so I can just pull it up in photos. Oh, whoa, duh. That's so smart. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't handle that, like you said, like pulling it up and then you can't find you it. So I take a photo it. of it. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I screenshot it. That's yes. even easier. Okay. And it's right there. Um, but the other thing I do is then I will also print boarding passes. I will put one in my suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> And then I will have another copy. So I just, I'm on all fronts. I'm not losing a ticket. You, <laughs> you are covered on all fronts. So I am so bad that I have actually, I have worn, sometimes I will wear a lanyard that I keep my ticket in. <laughs> <laughs> like a child, like an unaccompanied minor. <laughs> oh, that's so good. But I'm laughing also because I too can't count how many times I've put it somewhere in my bag and then I can't find it. And I, and then of course I find it, you know, three days later, I tucked it into a book because I didn't want it to bend or, oh yeah, I just, uh, ugh, ugh, ugh. Well, I will say this is another travel tip, um, especially for those of you who are not naturally organized or tend to, you know, be a little chaotic. Um, Buy yourself a good carry-on bag, not a purse and not a suitcase, but more of like a laptop-sized bag that has a lot of pockets and determine what goes in each pocket. Smart. Oh my gosh. I mean, I have had the same travel bag. I'm sure you've seen it. It's your lap. It's falling apart, but I have used it for so long because I know, and it also helps me pack. I know that there's a pocket for my water bottle. I know that there's a pocket for my passport, a pocket for my tickets, a pocket for my tea, a pocket for my laptop. 
Um, and we will link up to some good tr- um, travel bags. Oh, yes, definitely. That's a good idea. And if you do the carry on thing, which I always do, I never check my bags. I always carry on. What I do is I have that big bag. It's a laptop bag. I have my suitcase. I empty the contents of my purse into the laptop bag and put my purse into the carry on. And then as soon as I land, I pull my purse back out. Yeah. I usually carry my purse is usually like a smaller crossbody. You know, Uh you've seen the ones I usually that are not that just carry my wallet as room for my wallet, my phone, a lipstick, you know, a couple of things. And so that size I can actually just throw into my computer bag. I don't have to dump it out. I just put it in there because I found usually when I travel, I don't need a really big purse. Um, No, because usually I'm walking about. So I'll just kind of like right before I'm boarding, since you only can have two, two items, I'll throw that little carry on. I mean, not carry on the little crossbody bag right into my computer bag but that's a good idea let's definitely post some good because I love I love my travel bag and you do not want to waste your purse on one of your carry-ons because the purse is definitely not big you know you want a big kind of a bag and then your carry-on suitcase absolutely so can I talk about carry-on suitcases for a sec oh well yes of course all right because um I love my away carry-on it's a hard case they have two sizes, which I love. They have the carry-on and what they call the bigger carry-on, which is, I actually have both, but I usually use my bigger carry-on. It still fits on all domestic flights in the overhead, unless you're in a smaller jet and then, you know, they'll just check it at the door and you get it when you get right off the plane. But it fits, it, it, I, I can easily pack five, five days in there. In fact, I took it to Europe last year for seven days. And I even flew some smaller international airlines and it fit on all of those. I've never had anyone tell me that it's too big. Uh, I love it. It's a hard case. So it protects everything the way it's set up in the middle. Like when you open it up, there's just this one side for it. It's just so organized. It has a little bit of a compression system to get as much as you can in there. And then the best it has a USB charging port built in. So when you're sitting at the airport and you can't find a plug anywhere, you can just plug your phone right into your suitcase and it charges it up. It is so awesome. And it's actually, they are very modern, sleek. They're very nice looking. I love it. I love mine. So, you know, if you do like to carry things on, you definitely want to make sure that you are maximizing the carry-on size, um, the max carry-on size is, tw- is um, 22 inches. Um, and if you are looking for a suitcase, we definitely recommend the Away. If you're looking for a more budget option, Amazon actually has its own line of suitcases. They do? They do. And they are in the $50 range. No way. F- $50. Do you have one? Um, I don't. I actually just ordered one. Did you? <laughs> Oh, I did. Interesting. Yeah. So we're going to link up to this. They have a hard side spinner that um, is really highly rated. That is only $50. So we'll link up to that at selfiepodcast.com. Um, but so if you're looking for just, you know, a nice budget suitcase, um, Amazon basics um, are really highly rated. And yeah, I just ordered one. So I will have to report back on how it works. Yeah. You definitely need to do that for sure. Yeah, and then also we if you travel a lot, and so we've got um, yeah. you know five suitcases to manage in my house. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there's a lot of suitcases going on. And then you know what? If you don't have an away, or if you don't have a suitcase that charges, obviously super important to bring an external battery. If if you do use your phone a lot for photos or whatever, it's just really rare that you're probably going to make it through an entire day without having to charge mm-hmm. your phone again. So and there is nothing worse than being on a flight and having your phone and computer die. And then you just have to sit there with your thoughts. Oh, oh my gosh. (laughs) I know. See, that's when we should be meditating like we talked about last week. But, you know, usually, no, I'll just sit there and be grumpy. But or you'd have to talk to someone sitting. Oh, no, I don't ever do that. In fact, I I, Mm -hmm. I put the headphones in and usually I'm not even playing music. I just have them in. Although the very last flight I took, I just recently got an iPhone X and I didn't bring my little, and it was a long flight and I didn't bring my um, adapter and they had all the movies and I couldn't watch the movies because I was too much of a wimp to ask if they had headphones. That's the kind of person I am. I, I don't know, Kristen, something is really wrong with me, but yeah. 
Well, I share your philosophy on not talking to seatmates, and it's funny because oh. I've talked to it before, and I've had people really like take me to task. Like I've met the most amazing people, but the the reality is I'm an introvert. Exactly. When I'm going somewhere, I usually need to pull on those reserves for what's happening when I land. Yes, and I don't like to talk to other people. I don't either. And plus, you're too <laughs> you're too close. It can't even. It's like, I mean, sure. Ugh. Yes, maybe you're going to have an amazing connection, but also. Maybe you're just going to have some woman like unload about her ex-husband on you for two hours. Right. I don't need that. Also, pro tip, because I was a therapist for, you know, 15 years. Um, That is the very worst thing you could tell someone you do on a flight. (laughs) (laughs) I learned that quick. (laughs) I learned that quick. No. So then I used to lie. People would be like, what do you do? I'm like, I'm a mom. <laughs> just that's all. Don't do anything else. I'm not in a listening prof- profession. No, I'm I just a mom. Don't listen to people for a living. Yeah. No. Yeah. I can't. I don't even, I, no, I can't even look at anybody. I just, the minute I sit down, it's head down, ear, earbuds in. I guess I'm a horrible person, but no. I am too. No. I am too. And this is where I will say, my bitchy resting face, which I don't love in general, it comes in handy. <laughs> just, I just generally look unapproachable in my well, normal resting. <laughs> you should stop. You should stop doing the Botox then and just make it even bitchier. Be I even know. just as scary as possible. Yeah. So do you have any other ones? Um, okay. I have a hanging toiletry bag that I absolutely love. I've so seen in addition it. To, you've seen it. In addition to keeping all my things in there that are pre-labeled, I just really like that you can hang it up. You can mm-hmm. hang it from a sh- uh, um, hook if there's a hook in the bathroom, or you can usually hang it from the shower curtain rod. Um, but it just it gets everything up off the counter. Um, it g- puts everything you know right at face level. I just feel like it's really easy to get in and out of your stuff with a hanging um, toiletry bag. I'm gonna get one of those because I yeah, don't you have should. one. And I was thinking about it when we were just staying together recently, you had that hanging up and mine kind of had to, I had to like find a place to put it and pull the stuff out of it. And then it was, yeah, I'm going to do that. It's nice. Yeah. Let's link up to some good ones. I will. Yes. Okay. I love the one I have. Okay, cool. Um, another little, just as a really small recommendation. Um, and this is helpful if you have kids too, is just make a pack- packing list in your notes app on your phone. Yes. Um, I have that too. Yeah. And then it's always ready. What I do with my kids is I will print out a copy for each kid and kind of have task them with like, okay, fill up your suitcase. Here's your packing list. So I just have it there, print it easy. That is awesome. Yes. If I did not have that list, I do think I would feel lost about certain things. And I, oh, yeah. I, I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good about not forgetting anything when I travel. And it's because of that list. I just have it that night and the next morning, I just breeze down it really quickly and then out the door. Yeah, I need that list because I am scattered and I am the person who will like completely pack and get to my location and realize I just forgot all my jeans. Oh, like I only pack tops <laughs> or I have forgotten all my underwear. Yeah, I know, done, or I yeah. just like just stupid things where but then it's like, oh, I'm really screwed now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I know I'm the exact same way. I'm sitting here trying to think if there's something that I usually forget. And I can't think of it. Oh, I, I forget my bathing suit a lot. I forget my bathing suit. And sometimes I, I forget my sunglasses because I, I usually yeah. leave on early morning flights. Yeah. And I don't think about it. And if I had to pick one thing that I forget the most, it's sunglasses. And in fact, I forgot sunglasses, if you didn't recall, when we were together in Palm Springs and had to go to Forever 21, where I found two fabulous pairs for the grand total of $13. You know what, though, Sarah, blessing in disguise, because <laughs> if you'd not forgotten them, you would not have gotten that great deal on those cute sunglasses. They are pretty cute. I have to say. Yes. (laughs) Okay. My other tip, if you are like me and you really like to carry things on, which side note, the reason that I like to carry things on is I cannot tolerate baggage claim. Me neither. I just, and I will do anything to avoid it. On my last flight, my son's suitcase was a little big because he has size 13 shoes. And they were trying to get me to gate check it. They're like, we'll do it for free. It'll just be, you know, and I am like, no oh move away from me (laughs) i'm like shoving his shoes into my purse just to avoid them making me check a bag yeah but my big tip on that on shoving everything in is 
wear your biggest clothes and your biggest shoes. Yeah, that's a good one, Kristen. So if you have boots, I always, every time I fly, I'm wearing the boots because I don't want them to take up space in the suitcase. Mm -hmm. I wear uh, my coat. Your coat. Because I don't want it to take up space in the suitcase. Even when I'm leaving, you know, 90 degree weather in SoCal, wear as much as you can. I actually always think of that episode of Friends. Do you remember when Joey tried on all of Chandler's clothes at once? (laughs) Yes. And he's like, could I be wearing any more clothes? (laughs) Like that is me in an airport. Yes. (laughs) I just wear all my clothes. (laughs) And plus, you know what? It's usually not always, but it's usually cold on planes. I feel like after about two hours, my little ankles and my feet, and I always like to sit by a window. That's my, I love window seats. And that's always the coldest part because that's where Mm -hmm. that air is coming out of. So yeah. The more clothes, the better. I mean, there's never been a time. Well, there've been a couple of times, but very rarely am I like, oh, gee, I'm so hot on this plane. Yeah. Usually I'm shaking in the corner, shivering. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. Oh, um, something that Karen Walren told me. Karen um, has um, a podcast on our same network that we will link up to. But something Karen um, told me a while back is that she always takes her favorite teas with her. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she's a tea person and I am too, because it Ooh. makes her feel like home in a hotel room and you can always heat up water. That is a good idea. And some little travel candles. Yes. I, cause you never know what that hotel room is going to smell like people. You just never know. No, no. Some nice, like small tin. We'll link up to some that you can buy on Amazon. Just the small tin candles that you can pop the lid onto. So you don't want glass in your suitcase. Yeah, right. Which it's a small tin scented candle. And then a little thing of matches is so nice when you get into a hotel room. And a little bit of tea. Hello. Mm-hmm. Relaxation. Self-care. 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 Right there. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any um, tips in terms of like credit cards for travel or perks for travel? Um, well, I mean, the, the credit card we use is just, it's a uh, city card, American airlines so we just okay yeah I mileage. Used to have that one. yeah but you've got a great one though well yeah I do I, I mean it's I, I'm gonna recommend this with the caveat that it's very spendy and I will okay. completely acknowledge it's spendy but I do the um Amex Platinum it is $500 a year Whoa. however the travel perks well all of the perks are insane but the okay. travel perks are really amazing um you get access to just about a, a lounge at just about every airport, which now that I've on the lounge game, like it's so nice because then you can show up really early. You can go to the lounge. You can eat for free. I like hardly ever pay for airline food anymore. You can usually take two guests in. So I'll like rotate my children in. Um, so that perk is really nice. It gives you status on several car rental companies, which is really nice. Oh, that's good. Um, it's yeah, it's just it gives you credit on Uber every month. So it is, it is definitely expensive, but if you travel a lot, just the airline pass alone and the money that you'll save spending, you know, buying food in the airport is totally worth it. That is worth it. And if you travel a lot, I mean, that's, that's worth the annual fee. It is. I I think it, it is. It adds up quickly being in the airport and food and all of that stuff for sure. I will also say that when I travel with my children, I go to Target and I buy them Lunchables the day before. And that's just, I, that is not how I feed my children in real life. Yeah. But airline, <laughs> I, I mean, food in an airport is so stupid expensive that oh, I just am like, is. you know what? We're going to buy $1.99 Lunchables and that's what you're going to take with you. Yeah. And you probably have a lot more. I think that you're, you've got your finger on the pulse of that. I don't travel with my kids that much. I mean, we... We travel during the summer, but most of my travel is by myself for work. Yeah. So those are some good tips, though. Yeah. Well, we, as we said, we will link up to all the things we talked about on selfiepodcast.com. Okay. So we quickly want to talk about a great sponsor of ours, Daily Burn, which we've talked about before. Yes, we have. Daily Burn is the world's leading provider of on-demand video workout programs that you can do at home or anywhere you have a connected device which is so fantastic for those of us who frequently travel or have small kids and just can't quite make it to the gym. 
Yeah, it's really fantastic for those of us who struggle with that aspect of self-care, getting in our daily workouts or finding the time to do so. They've got thousands of classes for every level um, from yoga to Pilates, cardio sculpt, kickboxing um, and at all different time frames. So, you know, you can find a 20 minute workout. You can find a 60 minute workout, whatever you have time for. Which is super important to me because I am not like a 45 minute to an hour mm, workout no. girl. I mean, give me More 20 of a 30 minutes. minutes. <laughs> uh, 20, 20. <laughs> give me 20. Like that's enough. 20s tops. But it's yeah, it's awesome. There's so many different levels and time frames. And they also have an online community. So if you feel like you kind of need that extra boost of motivation, that's available to you as well. Yeah, it's a great app and we've got a good offer for them for you today. If you visit dailyburn.com backslash selfie, you can do a free 60 day trial. So visit dailyburn.com slash selfie today to try a 60 day free trial. That's dailyburn.com slash selfie. All right. So now we are going to chat with my friend, Samantha Sophia. Um, Samantha lives in my town. She's also a blogger and we caught up with her at the Alt Summit. She's the founder of Sister Locked, which is an awesome online destination for women who have um, African-American women with natural locked hair. And then she also blogs and writes at RaisingSelf.com. So, Samantha, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, yes. Thank you for having me. So, Samantha and I met um, on the internet, as, as one does. <laughs> the interwebs. Oh, on the interwebs. Yes. Well, and then, it's it's actually a really place. funny story because I started following you yeah. because my two boys both uh-huh. have locked hair. Yeah. And you have a blog called Sister Locked. Yes. And you do all kinds of tutorials yeah. on locked hair. And we will... Um, Put a photo of Samantha on um, selfiepodcast.com because go, her hair is amazing. Is amazing. Is amazing. Thank you. As well as her glasses, too. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make sure to give you one with glasses and Okay, hair. please do. Please she's do. She's yes. beautiful. And, and we, she is the selfie queen. Samantha is uh, like yeah. the master of selfies. I've been easing off a little bit this year, but yeah. I love Why selfies. No, I, I just love like, seeing people's selfies. It's just like a thing. Uh, you know, I don't know. That's like something I have to think about. I've just not been, I feel like it's been too much. I think I've been focused outward. Like I've been looking at things, looking Mm -hmm. at like when you're trying to be a visual storyteller, the story can't always be like my face. (laughs) No, that's true. And so, yeah, it's a balance, but I do know that selfies, like there's some component of them that can be very therapeutic. Well, it's interesting. You wrote something last year. Yeah, I did. About selfies and how you found it kind of empowering. Yeah. I feel like actually taking a selfie, it almost creates this, accountability it makes you Mm -hmm. feel like let me take a look at myself let me take a great picture of myself that I like that I enjoy enough Mm -hmm. to share with the world and I feel like when I'm in a slump taking a selfie and sharing a Mm -hmm. selfie can be really Mm -hmm. like one causing me to like maybe take a hard look at myself and love Mm -hmm. how I look and just appreciate it and even that day even if it's like because I don't wear makeup really I don't really do much to my hair other than Mm -hmm. the mass of in between of like retying it and all that other jazz Mm -hmm. so I think maybe what I'm seeing in the mirror and what's like really what I look like is not matching up because of maybe what's going on in my head. Mm. Ooh, and I so love that, that selfie component really helps to like flush out that stuff. Yeah. That's a great point. I yeah. love that. I love that. And I just love you're such a proponent for natural beauty and Oh yeah. Way. I love it. No, I do. I really appreciate it. I appreciate women that like are able to just be themselves. Yeah. I also appreciate women that do like the full face, got the <laughs> curls. I'm always like, oh, your curls, not for me. Oh my them. gosh, this lipstick, not for me. But uh, good yeah, for you. I love it. Oh, you God. look wonderful, but oh, my God, oh, I don't my even gosh. have that time in the morning. I cannot live without lipstick. I, I oh, live, it is yeah. my everything. Lipstick is hard for me just because I have such oh. large lips. So for the longest, I was very self-conscious about yeah, it. Yeah. I think in recent years, and then I got like Fenty's red and I was like, I'm not here with this red lip. And it's like, oh, it's just like, I was always tell your lips are so big. You may not want to draw attention to that. People are very critical. I have like these things that people, especially being, I'm from Florida and I come from like very Caribbean community. And so Mm -hmm. people are like vicious. Okay. Yeah. Very honest. Very honest. Floridians and Haitians. Are super honest. Very honest. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. To this day, I tell my husband, like, I really want to get a nose job. Like, I really want to make my nostrils smaller. Wait, what are you talking about? Oh, no. Oh, since I was okay. I'm since, looking at your face right now. Since I was really little, Caribbean people have been pinching my nose to make my nostrils <gasps> smaller. Oh, it gave me such a complex. Gosh. And even as an adult, sometimes I was like, 
maybe I get my nostrils stronger. My, my smaller. My husband's like, I need to see everything that's up there. He was like, I need to. Oh, <laughs> I love He's like, I need husband. to see your brain matter. If I don't see your brain matter, what's happening? He's like, I am not okay. I did not sign up for a nose oh, job. <laughs> He's really critical. So insane. But like they've the been doing that. When you're, when you're young, yeah, they've, they've been doing it for like years. On you, yeah, like that you hear. And just... Complete strangers would do it. Like, oh, oh my don't gosh, your nose. I'm like. Not okay. Oh, not okay. Not, <laughs> yeah, okay. not okay. Yeah. No. No, not Do okay. you feel though like um, you know, from when we were little to now, mm-hmm. like there is much more representation yes. of diversity, yes. of, of different different shaped faces, yes. different skin. You know, yes. do you feel like that has helped like for example, your daughter? Yes. Um, who's African American. Yes. Um, you know, is it a different world for her than it was when we were younger? The, like it's a yes and a no. Yeah. Um, we, you know, I live in SoCal, yeah, and it's predominantly not black. Yeah, and even Samantha with, and I live in the same place. Yeah, so we like, live in the same we're place. We're like real yeah, life right, friends, right? Well, we grew up in Florida, where like we had yeah. everything. You like, have the bond. Had, we, we have the bond. We have you know the. I mean? the yeah. We both grew, we grew up in Florida. With so much diversity. Yeah. We know what hood life's like. We respect <laughs> it. You know what I mean? Like Florida, it's like you can be like really hood and also like really middle class at the same time. Because we have real friends that live yeah. this real life, like right. really diverse community. I, I just grew up in such a diverse community. Right. Whereas my daughter, like she had this real big hair complex for years where mm-hmm. she wanted her hair straighter. Mm. And I mean, she's like, she's usually the only black girl in her class, yeah, which is completely different yeah, from what for me hard. growing up. And so I know that there's all this representation. And even though like in every media in like in the media, and mm-hmm. almost everyone, like everyone in the household has natural hair. Right. But I mean, when she goes to school the girl sitting next to her you know she she has that thing yeah. if you're kind of influenced by your immediate circle yeah. oh absolutely and so i had to be really sure. intentional about these hair conversations because yeah. i was like she was like my i just want my hair to lay flat and i just want well, and just what do those conversations do look like they look like you know why like i ask her why and i go why mm-hmm. and i keep going why and i said you know what what about do you like mommy's hair she's like i love your hair do you like mm-hmm. auntie's hair i love your hair i'm like then why then you have auntie hair like auntie and mm-hmm. if you want when you're a little older you can get locks we're, we're, we're having a lock conversation yeah. like mommy and Cause she just wanted to lay flat. So I found like my middle ground. I was like, well, you know what? There's different ways for your hair to lay flat. So we did mm-hmm. flats and braids right, and whatnot. Right, right. And then we experimented with just different things. So once she was able to like, I feel like she just felt like she couldn't enjoy her hair the same way. Mm-hmm. And so I had to be really intentional about this. And that was a way for me, to, for her to be confident and for mm-hmm. her to like not feel so othered and so different yeah. in a place where she very, she's very much othered. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like not intentionally. Totally. And it's right. a very diverse school, just but it's just like not in terms of like African-American. African, totally. I mean, that, all yeah. over the world. But right. just like yeah. right. there's very few black kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like yeah, our, our kids' school is only 20% white. Mm-hmm. The middle school that my son goes yeah. to, but he's still one of the few African Americans. Yeah, it's that's just the, the diversity is is leaned in a different direction. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so just for readers who or listeners who are listening, and maybe they don't understand what we're talking about when we say locks. Yes. What's the difference between dreadlocks and locks? Like, give us a, a really brief rundown of what that is. So a, a lot of times within with just within locks, it can be size, it can yeah. be the way you start them, right? The way you maintain them, right? rolling versus wax versus mine is interlock so i mm-hmm. use a tool mm-hmm. and the outcome can be very different be based on texture of hair how mm-hmm. kinky or coily or how loose your curl is or how even straight your hair is mm-hmm. and um so a lot of it comes into te- hair texture maintenance technique mm-hmm. and size yeah so i have very small micro locks that are interlocked so i use a mm-hmm. tool and they're locked day one and they're very fine they have mm-hmm. a lot of i chose this because of the flexibility like yeah. i can wear it up or down or this well you can do that with larger locks but like it's just so many locks i can little i can i can curl my hair and a curl will yeah. stay i will not curl my hair because i refuse to do anything <laughs> Beyond the you're, minimum. You're, you're rocking a cute little top. I thought, yeah, yeah, I did. I did. I, did. I, felt, I got hot here. That's good. It was cold the past couple of days, but it got hot all of a sudden in palm strings. And so I was like, let me just do a little something. Yeah. Also, I didn't have yeah. a hair tie. So I only had this yeah. little tiny rubber band and this worked. Yeah. So for <laughs> our listeners, like, I think there are some misconceptions about dreadlocks or locks mm-hmm. because we've all had that white friend in high school that yeah. decided to do dreadlocks and yeah. then they put all this crap in their hair and they didn't wash it and yeah. blah 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 yeah. when the reality is for many people who wear locks my kids included yeah. and yourself included it's a very cultivated yeah. and very clean very, very maintenance galore yeah. my hair always smells usually smells immaculate it always smells like I herbs. like <laughs> I love when I, I so I'll have my hair up in the same bun for like a week or two, but I don't wash my hair every, you know, I, I don't need to wash my hair as often. I don't even sweat that much. So it's like, <laughs> whatever. The other day I had my hair up in a, 
in the same bun for a week and I put it down. I was like, wow. So I like, just said, happen? I'm, I want just, this for myself. I, it's the products you use. I have so the shampoo. I have the shampoo that's very herbal and very infused, and it has like jasmine and all these oh, things. And yes. I use it specifically because it smells so amazing and it stays. Mm-hmm. So I love it sometimes when my husband will roll over and he'll stick his hair, his head in my, my the back of my head. And he's like, "Oh gosh, you smell so nice." <gasps> Pretty much, I do it just for those one moments. Oh, totally. so like, oh, you know, I act like it. I'm rolling my eyes, but in my totally. in my heart yeah. of hearts, I'm like. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, you know, Sarah, I, I feel sexy. Is a, Samantha is a fellow hippie. And she's all yeah, about the natural I, products. I'm yeah, I, all natural I products. Just, she's so the bon. only person I know in real life who like made her own kombucha. Oh yeah. Oh, oh my. <laughs> it's a terrifying process. I did that because either it'll kill you or it'll be perfect. The mother. Kombucha. Yeah, I made my own kombucha. I make my own Febreze. Scobis, of course. Yeah, yeah. With just like vodka and lavender and essential oils. We can really talk a lot. Yeah. No, I. Love this stuff. I yeah, make my own yeah. like she's natural dippy dippy. So how yeah. I met Samantha is I start following her mm-hmm. because of her hair blog, right? Mm-hmm. So right. Learning all this about the locks, yes. Yeah. And she does all kinds of great tutorials. Then I started following her on Instagram, and I'm like, oh, we like kind of like the same foods. Yeah. And then at one point, you posted somewhere, and I'm like, she's in Southern California. Yeah, I moved here. Yep, a few years ago. (laughs) And I'm like, she's gonna be my friend. She's my friend. Well, and then I found out she was born in Haiti. Yeah. My son was born in Haiti. So I just yeah, it's just there. It's just there. And then we're like. And then we, we did have a bachelor lot of recaps for a while. Yeah, we did. I hate watch How the bachelor. We oh, I hate watch because I truly hate the bachelor. Like uh, I, I just feel like oh, my inner Sarah, feminist she, and woman is after you. Yeah. Yeah. And I was saying I was, I was like a temporary replacement. <laughs> but the hate was so strong that it was like, I think it overwhelmed the joy and the funny. I was like, if what? It's, oh, it's tough. Oh, fix it. Samantha oh, fix had it, rage. Jesus. I had so much rage. <laughs> and this was even before the, the Black Bachelor. I didn't even make it to that. Oh, I was just that was so, a good one. it was like a hateful situation for me. I mean, it like, it's oh, so man. bad. These wow. people, some of these people on that show, like the guys. Oh, it's oh, horrible. I just want to shank them. So douchey. I, I just want to shank so them. So douchey. Okay, so we want to talk a little bit about FOMO. Oh, yeah, FOMO. Oh, talk yeah. to us. Yeah, so like a big part of self-care, because I just I think I had one of these really crazy weekends. Like, yeah, I think people see some of my social shares. It's like, oh, she's living her best life, right? Totally. Mm-hmm. She's going here, she's traveling, she's going to conferences, she's in yeah. a room with famous people oh, yeah. or semi-famous people. It's so glamorous. And even for me, I see like because so, I have friends who are like way more like influential and doing amazing things and going to amazing places, like even way more than I can imagine for myself. And sometimes I look at that and I'm like, oh my gosh, why am I not there? Why am I not invited? Why am I not going? What am I doing that this week I'm in the office all week and I cannot Mm -hmm. get out of here? Should Mm -hmm. I quit my day job? Should I do this? And it's just like, I would have to say that for about like 75% of what my life is, it's my best life. It's really what I think I would have wanted for myself as a little girl, even though I, I wasn't defined as this. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's true joy and peace in these corners and nooks of my life. Yeah. But sometimes you get on Instagram or you get on Facebook and you're like, but why is that not my life? Oh, totally. You know what I mean? But why am I not yeah. here? And, I, you know, I, I got a, almost like a little tinge of it recently, even though it's like been my crazy weekend. I've got to really do really cool things in like recent years. But I really had to get to the place where like I had to pull back. I really had to like, my husband was like, what's wrong with you? You're really pouty. He's like, you're really pouty right now. I was like, nothing. He's like, it's not nothing. Like literally, this is a conversation. Nothing, nothing wrong. He's like, nothing, nothing's not wrong. And I'm, did I do, did I do something? (laughs) He's like afraid. Um, And I'm like, no, no, no. And I told him and he was like, babe, he knows it's best not to say anything (laughs) because Mm -hmm. if he tries to like make me reverse my thought, then I just like the rage. Just like, you're like, you're stop I didn't I didn't tell you for this I didn't tell you for this but then I had to really like step back like he goes babe no come on and then I just that he knew just that a little push and I had to really pull back I had to create like just my own space Mm -hmm. and I had to like like I had to just have some reflection for me have some prayer whatever that looks like for you that whatever that space where you find peace and spirit Mm -hmm. maybe have some meditation and I really had to let go and release it because I really I realized I took it and I internalized it totally and I I made all these little things and differences, like my inadequacies or, mm-hmm. and I, and, and I had to realize the thing that I, I really believe in. And I think that is really important to remember is some things aren't for you. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Some things are not for you. Right. And that's fine. And they're for other people. They're for other uh-huh. people. If you don't get that job, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I think something my husband always say to me was like, it's just not for you. And there's mm-hmm. something else that's for you that's out mm-hmm. there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So whatever that thing is, something, that person mm-hmm. that you're in a relationship with, that person is not for you. Mm-hmm. And finding peace in that, there are things that are for you and there's things that are for other people in success and enjoy and and you know other things will look different for you Mm -hmm. that is really important because FOMO is is like the life suck it's the joy suck even a joy suck it's a a huge I've known people who are incredibly successful like I have to drive through the gate to get to their front door and Mm -hmm. you know I mean next week they're flying in a private jet somewhere like I've met these people like Ren I don't know how I meet these people but I ran it's because I talk to strangers in the streets and sometimes sometimes they're like you know in between homes and sometimes they're in between man, you know yeah. mansions and i just love people in general and it's not just one type or one group of people that i love to yeah. connect with so yeah. it, it gives me opportunity to really build relationships with interesting and diverse people yeah and then i've i've met people where and i've gotten really close to them and, and learned that they you know you think oh wow it's amazing it's so great and you've mm-hmm. like you've written songs for this person or you travel this or mm-hmm. you you're the you know COO of this and then they're like unhappy oh, oh totally battling with incredible bouts of depression totally oh, yeah they don't they don't know who to trust or they're not, or some people like they have these things in their or they have like i have a friend that's just she's like really cool really chill she's like my She's just like my spiritual healing person. Like I could sit with her, talk for her three minutes. I feel like she's fixed me. She's like, she's healed me. And she's like in between jobs right now. And like, she had to move back in with her, her parents because they have ailing health. And you know what I mean? Like Sally Mae is like the worst because she got a master's that she's not using, but I love her. She has so much peace. She has so much joy. She's a true fan. She's a true confidant. And you know, like. She's living the best her version of her life in the different seasons that come up. And right mm-hmm. now it's a rough season, but she has such peace and joy yeah. that like I want to be in her life and in her presence just totally. sitting on the couch. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Contentment is it's amazing. A, I but mean, it's, it's difficult. It's very difficult. I always feel like I want to like redo my living room or oh, something. Oh, totally. Or like yeah. I could have a, oh God, you know, when you go and they're like, why don't I own a couch that? That that mid-century modern. <laughs> Why don't I own a couch that mid-century modern? Totally. What am I doing that's wrong? Totally. This my couch is from IKEA. Where'd you get your couch? We're always talking about that. <laughs> oh my gosh. So it's so bad. funny, the the FOMO thing. I was scrolling through Instagram as one does the other night. And there's, you know, I just have this one couple friend that's always jetting off somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I just had that, like, man, they just, like, they get to go everywhere. Mm-hmm. You guys, I was on a cruise. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was like, weren't you just? While I just that it, Because yeah. it contorts reality. It totally. does FOMO contorts, contorts reality. reality. Yes. yes. I'm do. having that thought from a cruise in the Caribbean. Right. It makes everything wrong. And I think finding contentment in your own, like, personal life, your career, mm-hmm. your marriage. Like, sometimes, like, even personally in my, with my husband. I don't know. Like, some people may idealize other people's relationships. Mm-hmm. And you know, we'll have a really great picture. I mean, like the week of Valentine's Day, like I don't know what happened, but I was triggered and I literally wanted mm. to kill him with a shoe. I was so angry with him for like so three funny. hours on Valentine's Day. Yeah. We had like these really great time. He gave me flowers. <laughs> it was one, but there was a three hour stint where he just said all the wrong <laughs> oh, things. Yeah. Look out. All the, he got none of the sex. Ah, he got ah, none ah, of ah, the ah, Valentine's ah, Day ah, sex. Ah, Last ah, year, he got lots of the sex. <laughs> this Valentine's Day, he got none of the sex. Poor man got none of the sex. And but maybe it was like, I know people were like, oh, your relationship's so great. It's so healthy. And I, I try to tell people, there are days where literally me and William, we could just like not like each other as human oh, beings. Of course. I think in the yeah. aggregate, we have like, I, I, I think our our marriage and our relationship is something I really wanted for myself when I yeah. thought about. It's just very because, respectful. Yeah, because yeah. we try. Because yeah. he's very aware and he tries. Yeah. But there's certain things that 10 years in, you know, because we've been together since we were like, we met before classes started freshman year of college. Yeah. He still does not get like, there's one thing I still say to him. <laughs> you need to use verbs, adverbs, pronoun, adjectives. What the heck are you telling me? He's like, I totally told you that we're supposed to go here and do this. I was like, what did you say exactly? Cause he does not know how to use like more descriptive words. So like, even like having FOMO in other people's relationships totally. and love, I was like, oh, if you were there for those three hours during Valentine's yeah. day, yeah, you would not be, there you would be like, to me. No. <laughs> like, well, mm-hmm. 
It was bad. Uh, oh, I look back. So like, ooh, I cringe a little. But no, you guys do look like a darling, perfect couple. Yeah. Oh, I well, mean, thank you. But you're, I know you're also very honest. Yeah, and yeah. we're very intentional. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's like Oprah's couch in my house. Really? I really sometimes I wish I had a husband who didn't talk to you and kind of ignored you. <laughs> that is not my husband. Like he's yeah. all in my like. He, it's 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 so stressful. Like he's like something's wrong. He was like I was oh, like what? Wow. I was just like reading a book. He's like you look really sick. Did I? What's what happened? I'm yeah, like he's a could healer. you leave me alone? Yeah. Could you wow. actually? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. my right. favorite character just died. I'm having a moment that has yeah. nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. But you know, but like, in a way, that's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah. But he also checks me on my FOMO. Mm-hmm. He looks at me and he that's was like, great. something that he said to me recently. And I was having like a really bad month. I think I got the flu. I didn't do anything. This is my year of no. And it's been really hard on me because mm-hmm. I, I wrap so much of my identity into how much I'm doing and what I'm oh, accomplishing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I had yes. to develop a strong sense of self and peace. Mm-hmm. So 2018 is my year of no. And it's so uh, good. I've been yeah. trying, I'm doing it 50, maybe 50% of the time. Um, but he was like, he looked at me and he was like, Samantha, since I've known you, Almost every goal you said you've wanted to accomplish, you've accomplished. And those that you haven't wanted to accomplish, you like clearly stated, I think this is a bad idea. I'm not doing this anymore. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what? Mm -hmm. And that's one thing when you grow up, grow up with the guy that you're with. He's like, every goal. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, really? He's like, so, I mean, I'm really impressed with myself. Because <laughs> like, he was like, you def- he was like, you define success for yourself and it changes sometimes. He's yes. Like, yeah. That's a very good point. Like literally what, what a successful it's year or two fluid. years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm very mm-hmm. fluid. And I think that's why I'm pr- a, a little happier. Yeah. And yeah. in terms of some people, yeah. I'm the, the thing that annoys him about me sometimes. It's like, what do you want to eat? Let's go to LA on Saturday and do this. And it'll be like 12 o'clock. So are we going to LA today? Yeah. But I'm not quite sure when. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, <laughs> like he's so shaky. Yeah. But I'm like, I just, I don't want these bounds. Oh, I don't want limits. I don't limits. But the fluidities help me find peace. Like, oh yeah, because yeah. then you know, That's if you're huge. fluid, the FOMO kind yeah. of it doesn't yeah. feed the it's FOMO so as well. It's so true. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, Samantha, thank, thank you, you for so much yes, for sharing you your so wisdom. Much. I always appreciate chatting thank with you. And we will link up to all of Samantha's, her yeah. blog and oh, everything on you. selfiepodcast.com so you guys thank check you it out. Thank you for having me in this beautiful, beautiful location. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, that is it for today. Next week, we are speaking with Laura Mays, who is the founder of Mom to Summit. Um, she is going to talk to us about staying present in your everyday lives. And then also, because we like to keep it light, we'll be talking about our very favorite crap snacks. Thanks for joining us. Continue the selfie conversation with us on Instagram at, at selfie podcast and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash selfie podcast. You can also visit our website to check out the resources we've talked about in each episode at selfiepodcast.com. Make sure to subscribe to Selfie on iTunes so that you can catch up with us next week. A huge thanks to Shepherd Audio for our intro music. Take care.